With a country divided, the republic at risk, and morality being redefined, it's time to gather around the campfire, get back to basics, and spark the revival that this country so desperately needs. This is the American Campfire Revival with Kirk Cameron. Glad to be here with you tonight. We've been talking about talking about property. We've been talking about government. We've been talking about faith and family. We've been talking about all kinds of things. And tonight, I want to talk with you about the key to an amazing family and an amazing country. We, we talked about uh, two things that are necessary. And again, we're going through the American Covenant book, The Untold Story, written by my friend Marshall Foster. But the golden key to health and prosperity and, uh, and, and, and abundance for the purpose of bringing honor to God and blessing other people is character and compassion. What's character? Well, we talked about how that, that's about self-government. It's having the, 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 the moral fiber inside, the virtue that says, I want to do the right thing. I don't need someone to make me do the right thing. I want to do the right thing. And compassion is loving and caring for your neighbors, for your family. Uh, character and compassion are the keys. And God's given us something that is going to help us not only develop the character and the compassion, but then show us how to save our property from destruction so that we can use it to honor God and bless other people. Um, and those things he's given us are called the Ten Commandments. Now, what do you think about the Ten Commandments? Um, when I say the Ten Commandments, what do you think of? You think of some like, some people get really scared by this. They think of the Ten Commandments as these Moses coming down the mountain with these big tablets of stone, and, and they're these big scary rules that nobody can keep anyway, and they're bent on taking all of your fun away. That's what some people think. That's not the case. The Ten Commandments are the loving commandments of God that are designed to help you and me love and depend on God to empower us to be able to bless other people. They lead to our blessing. They lead to our flourishing. Uh, the Ten Commandments, someone once said, if we don't voluntarily submit to the loving Ten Commandments of our Creator, then we will be doomed to be driven beneath the whip of a tyrant with his 10,000 commandments. And that's exactly what you see. If, if we don't govern ourselves, uh, we'll become lawless, we'll, we'll resort to our lower selfish nature, and then we'll need big government to come in and uh, start corralling people and locking people down so that we don't become uh, uh, little mini tyrants rioting in the streets and, and doing bad things. We need to be self-governed. The Ten Commandments in America has always been the basis for freedom and liberty and blessing. And it's not just moral freedom. We think of the Ten Commandments as a moral thing, but it also is the basis for uh, freedom with your money, economic freedom, and civil government freedom. The Ten Commandments. In fact, if you go to Washington, D.C., and you look at the Supreme Court, you'll see those Ten Commandments emblazoned on those wooden doors leading into the Supreme Court. You'll also notice that when those nine justices are making those important decisions of the Supreme Court, Moses is above their heads holding the Ten Commandments. They're the loving commandments of our Creator. 
Now, those commandments relate to our property. They actually help us to save our own property from being destroyed. Now, if you think of the Ten Commandments, uh, they're actually broken up into two different sections, if you think. The first four are about loving and honoring God. The first commandment, you shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make any other idols and bow down to them. Honor the name of God. Honor God's day, the Sabbath day. And those first four commandments help you and me to love and depend on God, to empower us to obey the other six. And those other six will help us to save our property from destruction and help us be productive, produce uh, an abundance so that we can provide for our families and our friends and those uh, who are needy and need our help. This is God's perfect plan, and they're laid out for us in the Ten Commandments. So I want to go through the uh, those remaining six. The first four are about loving and depending on God. And, and the other six, remember, the, the, the big mission that God's given mankind on the earth was what? In the very beginning, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and take dominion over it. In other words, fill the earth with lots and lots of babies. Have kids, fill the earth, teach them to live and love like Jesus, replenish the earth, produce, create, take dominion, govern this wild, wonderful creation that God has made order it, beautify it, heavenize it. Remember, that was Jesus's great prayer. Lord, may your kingdom come to earth. Lord, may your heavenly will be done on earth. Our job is to bring heaven to earth. And we do that with the help of the Ten Commandments. So let's look at uh, the Fifth Commandment. So the Fifth Commandment is what? Can anybody guess? Honor your father and your mother. Now, believe it or not, this is actually a property issue. This is a property and a jurisdiction issue. Whose job is it to care for your parents? Whose job is it to care for my parents? Well, it's not the government's job. Uh, uh, Moses did not give the Hebrew government the task of caring for people's parents. That was given to the children. We're supposed to be caring for our kids. But how can we do that if we turn our parents over to big government to care for them? Uh, it, it, I don't know if you know this, but early in America, there was no welfare. There was no social security. It was up to children and families to take care of mom and dad. That's honoring your father and honoring your mother. And then productive private charities would come in for special help and special needs to assist children and family taking care of their parents. So important. Hey guys, it's Kirk here. Did you know that another option to traditional insurance even exists out there? I get that it may come as a surprise since we're so conditioned to think traditional insurance is our only option, but that's simply not true. My family has been using Christian healthcare ministries over the last several years, and I cannot recommend them enough to other like-minded believers looking to do things differently than what we've been told to do. CHM is the faith-based alternative to insurance. And most importantly, with CHM, we know that our money is going to help other fellow Christians when they're in need. And this is how we like to steward our dollars when it comes to healthcare. Are you tired of your healthcare the same old way and want to do things the better way? 
I highly recommend you start by checking out CHM and see if this is an option that could work for your family's health care. It does for ours. It's not harder, but it's different in the best way. Learn more today by visiting chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. Again, that's chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. Number six, you shall not kill. Thou shall not kill. I mean, here, here's the ultimate property issue, right? Talk about wanting to protect this piece of property like your life. Don't steal somebody's life. Isn't that great? Uh, I want to be protected by that. And it follows that to destroy an unborn child is an absolute violation of this most important commandment. It is stealing the ultimate private property, your life. And of course, that's most heinously seen through abortion. Uh, the seventh commandment, you shall not commit adultery. Think of what adultery is. Adultery is the invasion of the family. You're stealing somebody else's wife. You're stealing somebody's husband. When I'm married, I am no longer my own. My wife and I are one. Your husband and you are one. Your wife and you are one. And of course, this kind of theft, adultery, also affects the children. And it steals from them their security and their faith, their faith in marriage, their sense of security, maybe even their rattles their faith in God. And then you have the Eighth Commandment, uh, thou shalt not steal. Now that's the obvious commandment about private property. And the Ninth and Tenth Commandment follow suit with number eight. They're, they're stealing as well. The Ninth is you shall not bear false witness. What am I doing when I bear false witness against my neighbor? If he's innocent and I'm bearing false witness and he is uh, uh, declared guilty because I've lied about his innocence, I've taken away his reputation, I'm, I'm likely going to uh, end up stealing his liberty because I've borne false witness against him. And if he's convicted by the judge and thrown in jail, I've, I've, I've taken his liberty and his freedom away from him and his good name. And then, of course, coveting. I, that's that's being jealous and coveting, wanting something that belongs to somebody else, thinking that I deserve it or, uh, or they have too much and I should have some of it myself and I want to take that from them. This is so simple. If you think about this, God's ways are loving ways that lead to happy parents, happy families, happy marriages, and happy children. And... These Ten Commandments lead to small, limited government. Why? Because when you are self-governing, when you're loving God, when you're depending on Him to provide for you, and you're protecting each other's property, you're not violating each other's marriages and each other's uh, children, and you're not taking their property, you don't need a government of force to be big and powerful to get you to do the right thing and cause you to be productive. You're doing it on your own. It's called self-government. And that's what those Ten Commandments are designed to do, to empower us to do that and to protect what we work for. Um, There was an early American, Robert Winthrop, who said this, and it's a great quote. He said, men and women must be governed by a power inside of themselves or a power outside of themselves. By the Bible, or by the bayonet. You get that? I'm either, you and I are either going to be controlled and governed 
by my conscience. Inside of me, my own heart, my own sense of wanting to do what's right in the eyes of God, I will be governed by a power inside of me or I'll be governed by a power outside of me. The police, martial law, big government. They're going to come tell us what to do. Either govern ourselves by God's loving commandments in the Bible or we will be governed by the bayonet. In today's parlance, that'd be a bullet. It'd be uh, bombs. Uh, our choice today is, is is very real. Dr. Foster says it's it's either tyranny or it's freedom. It's God's commandments voluntarily taught and obeyed or the hundreds of thousands of commandments forced by an all-powerful government. Which which would you rather have? I think I know the answer because uh, you and I are members of the family of faith. Teach these things to your kids. Don't just teach them rules. Teach them that they were made by a loving God who, whose ways always lead to their blessing. And then follow those ways from your heart with everything that you have. Honor each other. Teach them by living it out. And then get involved in the areas where, where maybe we've been neglectful. Make sure that we're involved in what's going on in our churches and our communities. If you're able to, run for office. Get involved with what's going on in civil government. You pray about it. God will, God will guide you and he'll lead you with his word and with his spirit. That's what I'm trying to do. And I sure appreciate your prayers. I'm continuing to pray for you and Let's keep it up. Let's keep representing uh, our hope and declaring that our hope is in the power of God working in the hearts of people. We want to see dry bones rattle all over again, and we want to see revival break out across our land. God bless you guys. Thank you for listening to the American Campfire Revival Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you'd like to learn more and join the movement, visit KirkCameron.com.